the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. Rosenthal is a registered representative offering securities and advisory services through Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, a broker, dealer, and registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Satera is under separate ownership from Rosenthal Wealth Management Group. Rosenthal Wealth Management Group is located at 9265 Corporate Circle in Manassas, Virginia, and can be reached at 703-330-3100. Chris McKay is not affiliated with Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, nor Rosenthal Wealth Management Group. Bob Jones is a marketing assistant of Rosenthal Wealth Management Group and is associated with Satera Advisor Networks, LLC. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. How about that? Time for another edition of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. There he is. If you're watching him on LarryRosenthal.tv over on YouTube, and, of course, we're heard in various different radio stations in the Sirius XM around the country. Larry, good morning. Well, good morning, Chris. And how are you today? Well, I've been, uh, if you were catching the show before we went live here, we were talking a little bit about the big day tomorrow. Yes, but let's back up for a second. We're catching the show before it goes live, okay? Yes, we do get on YouTube at yeah. LarryRosenthal.tv a handful of minutes before the show for our <laughs> weekly sports commentary on everything. But since Bob's out today, uh, it was, uh, you know, brief. It was I very was leaving brief. it up to Chris. <laughs> very brief. <laughs> but he held up his end of, it, of the conversation pretty good. Well, so yeah, we, very, were talking about, good. we were talking about Washington in the Super Bowl there for a minute, and you threw me for a loop so i was like what what i'm looking at the matchup I, washington not there not yep there. there you go exactly so you that's gotta... what i'll be seeing on tv right <laughs> now well hey it is super bowl weekend right yeah. I hope everybody's getting ready and and i hope uh, i hope your team wins how's that sound? there you go it's right hope your team wins so you're well, not good morning telling... everyone and welcome welcome <laughs> oh, go ahead i was gonna say you're not telling us whose horse you are on the, who's, who's i want to see a good game my team's not there i want to see a good game all right so bro. that's all, all right. you know and uh, of course watch the commercials you know <laughs> that's right <laughs> pretty neat Pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. You can catch us live, live streaming on LarryRosenthal.tv at, at uh, uh, on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and ring that little bell, and uh, we're putting out a lot of content here on YouTube. Uh, we also, uh, you know, like to continue to welcome our longtime listeners on WAVA in the D.C., Baltimore area, as well as our listeners across the nation, border to border, coast to coast on Sirius XM Family Talk Channel 131. Well, good morning, and it is Open Mic Saturday, which means all questions get put on the air. If you have a question on anything to deal with the IRS, mortgages, 401K plans, 
the government TSP, estate planning, investment strategies, insurance, whatever it is on your mind today, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Well, this past week in the markets, guess what? Maybe the markets are uh, kind of realizing that the Fed's not done yet, and they're starting to take their 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 the the Fed's word, you know, uh, of what of what they've been saying. You know, so far this year in January, and maybe the first week in February, the markets have been doing this thing called climbing the wall of worry. In other words, we're still in the in the in the in the later innings, we're still in the last segment of the Fed raising interest rates, still tightening down the economy. We have corporate earnings that are coming in in the fourth quarter of 2022 here, still being reported, and they're showing weakness as compared to 2021. Now, we kind of all knew that would be the case, right? Okay. Um, but some earning estimates are being readjusted. And what we've seen in our research is, is people are all over the map. We have people that are saying doom and gloom, and hey, it's rosy outside, it's clear skies, okay, and everything in the middle. And so that relates to the markets are kind of going, you know, we really need some clarity of direction here. And as we get closer to the Fed pausing, stopping the rate rising cycle, the markets should celebrate that. But the question becomes this now, when is that going to be? And, you know, uh, Fed officials basically said this past week, hey, look, we've got more work to do. You know, our target, we're digging our heels in. Our target's 2%. Now, everybody knows they're not going to be able to get it to 2% without breaking the economy, and they don't want to break the economy. They want to continue to to try and produce this soft or bumpy landing uh, in, in, in the economy here. And so far, it's happening, okay? We still see... Uh, jobs being fulfilled. We still see wages are, are holding up, okay? Uh, we, we unfortunately will see some, some job losses coming, but, you know, as far as a recession goes, most the consensus on a recession is if we are in one or if we do move into one, it's going to be very shallow and short-lived. It's not going to be a garden variety type of a recession at all. So, you know, Powell noted this past week at the Economic Washington Club that he spoke at in D.C., he said, you know, there's a significant road ahead before they can achieve that 2% target inflation rate. And that's right. We need to have uh, some, some conversations around domestic energy policy. We also need to have some conversations around supply chain. You know, supply chains, for the most part, are back in line, but not fully functioning yet. There's a lot of nations, a lot of companies that are, uh, I'd say, re-diversifying their supply chain angles on things. So, so we're not there. We're not, you know, we haven't turned the corner, but we're close to the intersection as far as that goes. You know, uh, the Fed's going to meet in March. Are they going to pause or are they going to raise 25 basis points? They'll meet in April, May. When is that pause coming? It's not too far off, okay? Uh, you know, as far as all that goes. And, and bond yields this past week really showed, they really sat up and, and paid attention to it. You know, as of the close of the market on Friday, you can get a six-month T-bill at 4.9%. You can get a one-year T-bill at 4.9% as well. Uh, you know, the 30-year notes uh, uh, rose as well at 37 so, so bond yields are attractive uh, right now, short-term, backed by the government bond yields. Um, We've been buying uh, quite a number of these for for our clients uh, the last handful of months. You know, as far as that goes, taking advantage of the of these rates. 
uh, something that you want to consider. You know, we've had lots of phone calls um, uh, just over the last several weeks on clients saying, hey, you know, I've got this money in the bank, and, you know, I might only want to keep maybe 50% of it there for emergencies. What do I do with the rest of it? These T-bills at the government are, are, are a very good option. Um, you know, to, to, to put money in your account and then start buying some T-bills with them, uh, especially if you want to look at laddering T-bills. You know, you can get a one-month at 45 a three-month at three, 4.7, and then a six and a one-year at 4.9. So you're always going to have money maturing every handful of months. That way you can take advantage of the new prevailing rate or maybe look to do something else with those dollars. So, so some good investment strategies on the short end of the bond curve, you know, on the short end of the yield curve, I should say, uh, to, to be able to do that. But, you know, again, this is about the Fed, the Fed bringing down inflation. This coming Thursday on February 16th, we will get the January number for inflation. And if you take a look, at, by the way, if you take a look at, at the inflation, at all the different uh, components that make up the inflation formula, housing, food, transportation, energy, things like that, if you take a look at it, at it all, You'll, and if you strip out food and strip out shelter, inflation's running at about 1.8%. So it's shelter and food and that, that is really kicking it up a lot. And when you take a look at breaking down food between food in the home and food out of the home, let me tell you this. We as Americans, we like to eat out, okay? Food outside the home, yeah, Chris is giving me the thumbs up. Food outside the home uh, is, is a, a, it has become a larger portion uh, than it has in the past. And so I wonder why that is. But anyway, it is what it is, right? Uh, as far as shelter goes, rents, uh, o- other, uh, other owner rents, um, uh, mortgage rates, things like that, uh, we're starting to see some of that come down. So we do expect to see the inflation numbers continue to cascade down. The question is, how long will they come down, um, or, or what? what is the decline of them uh, as far as that goes? Chris, are you saying a phone call? I've got... Uh, I am. I, you know what? I don't have the screener on, so can you bring them on? I will. Evan is with Thanks. us. Evan, what's your question today? Are you in the Washington, D.C. area, Evan? Are you? Uh, yes. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> Glad to have you. Go ahead. I, I, for the past 20 years, have uh, been putting into a, a, a retirement fund and uh, 401k, but I've had it, I've been lazy. I kept it in a conservative, very conservative fund, and uh, uh, I realized that it hasn't grown and kept up with inflation. Uh, but recently I heard about annuities, and uh, there they sounded, there, there was a certain annuity that sounded too good to be true, and so I wanted to kind of round out my my uh, 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 financial knowledge on annuities, if they are actually as good as they say. And I've heard there are three different types, at least. Evan, there's, there's three different categories of annuities, if you will. There's a fixed annuity, an indexed annuity, or a market-linked type of an annuity, and then there's a variable annuity. So, so a, a fixed annuity is going to get you sort of like a long-term bond rate. Okay, they're probably today paying around three, maybe four percent interest. That's about it. Be very similar to the G fund in your TSP. It's not going to keep pace with inflation and taxes long term. Okay, it's more of a stable type of a, of, of a position. Then there's an, an an indexed annuity, where you know those types of annuities, in, in some cases, will say, listen, you can't lose money. 
If the market goes down, you can't lose money. But when the market goes up, you're going to get a portion of that, okay? That type of an annuity long range may give you anywhere from a, a, a 4 and a half to maybe 7% long range rate of return, okay? Now, there's different indices like the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ or AFI or just different indices that you can link that to. Those types of annuities, um, the, the, some of them have fees associated with them, some of them don't. Uh, but you have to really take a look at what the mechanism is that drives that rate of return. And the catch on those annuities are as the market becomes more volatile and risky, you have a higher upside that you can grab. But as the markets sort of smooth out and the economy smooths out and gets us back to where we want to be, those caps tend to lower a lot. So the insurance companies have the ability to sort of squash down your earnings over a longer period of time. Now, I'm giving you a 10,000-foot view on all these. Then there's what's called buffered type of an annuity where you would place money in, and maybe if the market goes down, let's say, 10%, they're going to eat the first 10% of it, okay? But if the market goes up, you might capture 70% of the upside. So, so in a case like that, if the market were to go down 15% in the course of a year, you might only be down 5%. They'll eat the first 10, okay? So that's another branch of an index type of an annuity. Then there's a variable annuity where you put the money in and it goes into sub-accounts that act like mutual funds, and you get 100% of the upside, 100% of the downside. And you can move money in and around in all these different places. The indexed annuities tend to have limits as to when you can move money around. Sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. So there's, there's a lot of pros and cons dealing with annuities, okay? Anything from very, very inexpensive to, to, to very expensive. And when, when I sit down and I speak with a client about an annuity, we start the conversation with just what I just described to you, and then I'm going to give them education material. We have to understand the primary investment objective of an annuity is to deliver a minimum guaranteed rate of return over life. That's the first objective, okay? If you want your annuity to outpace the markets and things like that, well, some years it might, some years it might not, okay? But you really have to understand how the money works inside the annuity and how you can best get that, that uh, information. I, I mean, best maximize that contract. So if you like, I'll be happy to, to send you out information on the different types of annuities, okay, how they work, and, and then you could speak with one of our advisors, and they can guide the discussion for you on which one might be best for you. Because the annuity discussion is a – first of all, let me tell you this. You know, and I've said this many times. If I brought in 100 advisors from across the country, the first third of them would tell you never put money in an annuity. The next third are going to tell you, yeah, that's all we do for clients, okay? I happen to be an advisor that has clients, some money in annuities and some money not. You know, take a look at what your scenario is. If you look at your financial plan, and let's suppose you say in your financial plan, hey, one day when I get down the road and, I, and I'm going to be retired, I want to live on, let's say, $7,000 a month, just to use as an example, okay? And you take a look at your Social Security, Maybe between you and you and your spouse, that might bring you in $3,000 a month. And then you take a look at, since you're a government employee, maybe you have a pension that might bring you in $2,000 a month. 
So your gap in this case is really $2,000 because you have 5000 already coming in in a pensionable stream of money between Social Security and your pension. Now the question is, do I want to tie the rest of my investment money up into an annuity okay, that has limits on withdrawals, has limits on investment strategies, okay, when I only need to fill a gap of $2,000 a month? Do you see what I mean? So in a case like that, it might not be applicable for you to have an annuity. On the other hand, you might say, hey, listen, my risk tolerance is in such a way that I want to make sure that I, I cover my, 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 my minimum expenses each month. Then we might want to back a portion of the money into an annuity in order to, to program that gap for you. So it's kind of a longer conversation. It's really not – it's more from a financial planning perspective rather than leading with, hey, this is the best annuity on the shelf. Well, guess what? There's not the best annuity on the shelf. Because there's, so, there's 1,200 or so different insurance companies, and they all offer three or four different types of annuities because you need to program that annuity product into exactly what it is that you need to have accomplished for your family. So I kind of threw a lot at you there, Evan, here on the, on, on the uh, radio, but it really takes a discussion to break down what it is you and your family want to try to accomplish. Does that kind of clear it up a little bit? Yes, thank you. Yep, absolutely. If you like, I'll put you on hold, and Chris will get your contact information, and we'll have one of our advisors reach out to you next week and then give you some information on all the types of annuities and then sort of talk to you about your situation and your scenario and what it is you want to try to do and see if an annuity is appropriate for you, okay? Thank you. Absolutely. Let me put you on hold. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Boy, I'd Listen like to Making Money that. Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. Chris, I opened up the screener. You can put them on now. Oh, uh, okay. No, I was just going to tell you that uh, I'd love to see you bring 100 advisors into the studio. Let me, are you going to feed them? That would be kind of interesting to watch. <laughs> we can do that at your house next weekend, right? <laughs> okay, it sounds like a plan. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here. Dial us up this morning. It's open mic Saturday. Give us a call with any questions at all. 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Listen to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. There are still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children. In third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's thecdfi.org. 
Your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life, but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community. Go to thecdfi.org. Make a difference. Go to thecdfi.org. You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show, 855-767-3123 is the phone number to call, 855-ROSE-123 to talk to Larry Rosenthal, who is here in studio with us. Larry. We've got some stuff that came up in the financial press this past week, and I want to keep politics out of this show as much as I always can, right? (laughs) But we're bringing it in today. Not entirely possible, you know? Yep, yep. So um, this past week... um, uh, President Biden announced, um, you know, at his uh, State of the Union address about a quadrupling of the 1% tax buyback program that they implemented this year, uh, as well as the billionaire's tax on unrealized gains. You know, if you think about it here, taxation is going to stay within a certain range. You know, let's, let's call it 10% to, to 50%. If it goes below 10%, it's tough to run the country. If it if it goes above 50%, it's tough to motivate people to go to work, okay? Yeah. So somewhere in that area there, in that zone, taxes are always going to go up and down. If you sort of picture that graph in your mind mentally real quick. And 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 so that's to par for the course on the stock buyback, that's a new tax, okay, to corporations. Uh so that's going to go up and down in the future. Forever, probably. But now you're talking about this billionaire tax on unrealized gains. That's something, you know, that that the stock buyback is is something that will just slow the economy a little bit or pass higher fees on to consumers, okay, uh, which will in turn slow slow the economy. But at the same time, uh, the quote-unquote billionaire unrealized uh, gains tax, that will crush the economy. Mm. I don't know how that would be. You know, imagine, Chris, if, if, you know, where that level starts, is it a billion dollars or is it, does it come down, you know, earlier? But, but you're talking about every year paying a tax on a gain that you're not utilizing. Uh, the good news is it doesn't look like it's going to get much steam in Congress at all. Mm. So, so just, wanted to, just wanted to say that as time goes on, we'll see more and more. I was, I was talking to a client of mine this week about this and about some other taxes as well. And I explained to them, you know, look, we're always going to see taxes come in and out of the picture. Some years are going to be higher. Some years are going to be lower. And that's why you need to have tax allocation strategies, you know, throughout your, your investment portfolio and your distribution portfolio. Another thing that, that, that hit the financial press this past week was there's been articles all over the place on uh, filing your taxes this year. So, so, and it deals with stimulus. Now, I actually know some people that received some stimulus checks in 2022. The IRS has come out on February 3rd saying, hey, wait a minute here. If you received a stimulus check in 2022, hold off on filing your taxes right now because we have to determine if that's going to be taxable to you or not. They need to come out with a ruling. 
So everybody who's, gone, who's reading this now is going, well, what if I already filed my taxes, okay? Or I'm getting ready to because I want my refund back earlier, you know, <laughs> or whatever the case is. But anyway, just public service announcement. That's what the deal is. So talk to your tax preparer. Google it up. It's all over the Internet right now. So, so find out exactly, you know, what, what situation you're in if you receive stimulus in 2022. Now, I want to be clear. I did not say don't file your taxes, okay? <laughs> I did not say that, right? What, what I did I say can attest, was I can attest. if you receive stimulus in 2022, <laughs> hold off per these articles that are, yeah. that are all over the place that the IRS is, has been issuing these points on. So, uh, but, but uh, you know, always something about tax. Well, you're always an early filer anyway, right? I mean, you file at the very beginning right out of the gate, right? Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's different I mean, all the time. It right? is different. I different all the time. I always Speaking of taxes, you know, there's, there's some, some – uh, some got, there's always gotchas in taxes, especially in IRAs and when you're dealing with things like that. And, and this, this came up here, you know, one, one of the scenarios is l- l- let's talk about learning how to give better, okay? Mm-hmm. How do you give better? How do you give more tax efficiently, right? So, so let's, let's just here, – here's, here's a planning idea that, that I, I explained to a client of ours this week in the office because he's he is turning 70 and a half this year now as we know 70 and a half in 2023 has nothing to do with rmd right with your required minimum distribution if you're turning 73 in 2023 you have to start taking a required minimum distribution the old rule was 72 and before that it was 70 and a half but what's interesting about this now is we're going through their financial plan and we're talking about you know, spending money and saving and, and setting up estate planning and things like that. And I said to them, I said, listen, we need to learn how to give a little bit a little bit wiser, a little bit better. And they said, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, you, you tithe at church, right? And they said, yes. And I said, where do, you, where, do you send the, where do you send the money from? They said, well, we send it out of our checking account. And I said, okay, that's exactly what I thought. And now that you're 70 and a half, I asked them the question. I said, would you like to send your church tax-infested money and you keep the tax-free money? And he said, well, yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I said, well, if you think about this for a second, if you're going to send, let's say, let's say $20,000 over the course of the year to your church or, or, or 2000 or whatever it is that you're doing, right, you send this money to your church, you're sending after-tax money from your checking account. But now you're 70 and a half this year, okay? So at some point in, the, in, in your prior working career, you saved money in your retirement plan, and you probably received on the pre-tax side a tax deduction, let's call it 30%, maybe 5 to your state and 25 to the feds, right? <coughs> Excuse me. So you received a tax deduction to put money into this plan. That money has since grown tax-deferred, and if you go to pull it out, you have to pay taxes on it, right? So, so here, if you were to simply do what's called a QCD, Qualified Charitable Donation, and move that $20,000 through a QCD, it's just a form, right over to your church, okay? You don't have to pay any taxes on that distribution, and you get to keep the tax-free money that's in your checking account. Now, yes, you don't get a tax deduction this okay but it gives you the opportunity to keep more of your tax-free dollars my point is this that when you're looking to 
to give, there are a lot of ways that you can use the friendly part of the tax code in order to do some charitable giving and donations and things like that. On top of that, just because you're turning 70 and a half in 2023 doesn't mean you can do it right away. You have to wait to the day you're 70 and a half you know, in, in, in order to do that. Um, so, so there's a lot of little things inside that, that financial plan that enable you to, to do giving and, and taking advantage of, of different parts of the tax code for yourself. So as, you know, as you're looking through your financial plan, there's certain dates, there's certain clocks that are ticking against you, there's certain time frames that, that mandatory things happen uh, to, to retirement plan dollars. You know, and, and by them moving the, the distribution date, the, the beginning distribution date from 70 and a half to 72, now to 73, and in 2023 to 75, okay, they're basically, basically truncating the amount of time we as Americans have to pull this money out and then passing it on to non-spousal beneficiaries. They, they used to be able to stretch it over lifetimes. Not anymore. They can only stretch it for 10 years. So So that's producing a larger pile of money coming out at a bigger tax rate by it all being truncated this way. So, so taxes are, uh, uh, they're looming, they're looming right around the corner with oh, all yeah. of this. So it really takes, it really takes a wise, you know, the educated investor is sitting down today basically looking at these different angles for distributions to your kids, your grandkids, things like that. Isn't that the biggest gotcha in financial planning really is taxes? The most expensive thing in, in, in investing, Chris, is taxes. Yeah. Absolutely. The most expensive thing in investing is taxes. You know, and that's why, you know, speaking of that, we, we're, we're having a, uh, uh, our, our next webinar series is going to be February 21st. So we're going to, so, so check this out. You can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, click on um, webinars and seminars. There are events, and you'll see the, the, the webinar. It's going to be February 21st. We're going to do two sessions of this. It's going to be from noon to 1 p.m. and then again from 6 to 7 p.m. Same information. We're going to do a market update for about 15, 20 minutes, and then we're going to roll into some charitable giving techniques. We're going to talk about how to best use the tax code to not only benefit your charity of choice, your church, your charity, whatever it may be, whomever it may be, but also at the same time how you can benefit your family by doing charitable donations as well. So, so we're going to bring out this education here. You know, in, in 2026, okay, we have to get this information out. In 2026, January 1st of 2026, the tax code that we're under now sunsets, and tax rates go up, and estate taxes go down. Uh, and I'm not, they don't, I misspoke. It's the unified credit or the deductible on estate taxes drops. And if they drop it even further, it's going to include a whole lot more people in it. So, so check out this webinar. Um, it's going to be information most people have never seen before on charitable giving. So we'll be, it's, coming, it's going to be live. There's no cost for this at all, okay? It's just live webinar. Uh, we, we had our webinar last month on, on market update and some planning ideas and things like that. And we had hundreds and hundreds of people from all across the country on it. It'll be, be the same thing again. So a whole lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. Yep, it'll be February 21st from noon to 1 Eastern and then from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern as well. So, hey, I see it's the bottom of the hour, Chris. We're going to take a quick break here. Let's keep these phone lines open. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855 855- 
767-3123. Call us on taxes, mortgages, estate planning, annuities, investments, whatever your question is today. 855-ROSE-123. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. So many different ways to invest money. Lump sum deposits, buy and hold, market timing. How about dollar cost averaging? Put the same amount of money into the same investment at every interval, whether it's monthly, quarterly, annually, whatever it may be. This gives you the greatest opportunity to get the average price over the long term of the investment because one of the secrets to creating wealth is the acquisition of shares. You want to keep buying more and more shares over time. On the flip side, when you're in your retirement years and you want to distribute dollars to yourself for income, do the same thing in reverse. Dollar cost average out during your retirement years. on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. You are listening to The Larry Rosenthal Show, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. To talk to Larry Rosenthal here in studio with us today, Larry. It's a good little guitar lick, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I know you can play it, too. You're a guitarist. I've seen you. <laughs> so, hey, speaking of QCDs and IRAs and RMDs and, and you know, ABCs <laughs> and uh, EIEIO and exactly. all that kind of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Can you take a QCD from an inherited IRA? Whoa, what is going on here? What is an inherited IRA? First of all, inherited IRA is an IRA that was not yours, but you inherited it, right? There's rules around that. There's timing distribution orders as well. The question is, can you take a QCD? Can you receive an IRA from someone else who's a non-spousal beneficiary? Well, I guess even from a spouse, you can make it an inherited IRA. So the bottom line is this. You cannot do a qualified charitable donation from an inherited IRA. Okay, If you're a spouse that you're receiving it from, then you can roll it over as a spousal IRA, make it your own IRA, and then you can do a QCD. But if it stays in the state of inherited, then you cannot do that. Okay, Uh, so there's a lot of little rules that have come out in this in the um, uh, Secure Act one and the Secure Act two that are uh, starting to affect people. And and you need to be aware of these so that you don't end up with a, you know, a a tax gotcha at at the end of the year. Let's welcome Doug on the line from New York. Good morning, Doug. How are you today? Yes, good morning. Uh, Question uh, getting up towards retirement age have uh, assets. What's your thoughts on 1031 exchange? 
Well, a 1031 exchange just enables you to exchange one like-kind real estate for another property, okay? So if you if if you decide that hey I want to sell my uh, I don't know what kind of property you're dealing with but let's say it's a rental home okay you want to sell that and you look and you go wow I've got all this gain in it and over the years I've written off I've depreciated the property so now you've got to do uh, depreciation recapture and you sit there and you go hey I've got a lot of tax on this you can flip that property into another one under the 1031 rules Starker Exchange and change the property and make that transaction tax-free to yourself. A 1031 exchange, Doug, does not eliminate taxes. It defers them to another point, okay? Now, if right, you happen right. to, to move, them to, move it to another property and at some point down the road you pass, your heirs can receive that property and receive a stepped-up basis. So that can eliminate the taxes uh, by doing that if you wanted to. Uh, but if you're going to move it from one, one, it has to be like kind, and there are very specific rules on that. So you need to get with the CPA uh, and or a realtor who understands those rules if you don't, because you don't want to make a mistake on that. Okay, but that, that's right. what a 1031 I mean, does been, for you. Yeah, I've been talking to somebody on that because, and then in some, because that's, that's my thought is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get hit with some real large capital gains. You know, just because I bought right, and if I sell and it's real high, I'm I'm going to get hit bad with the capital gains, and I'd much rather have a uh, an income on a triple net lease 1031 property. Yep, I'm with you. I, I get it. You can look at doing that. Um, you know, you, you, there there's also other ways too. If you do, you do you know we've been talking about charitable giving today. Do you do you do any charities? Do you make donations to church or other charities? Um, you know, yeah, what, yeah, we we do. So there are there are things that you can do there to possibly offset some gains as well. Okay, if you decided to get out of the house, you know, by keeping the property, first of all, paying a tax is not a bad thing because you made money, right? Okay. Um, right. Well, so, I mean, the thing is, I don't have, I don't have a uh, because if I retire, I do not have any kind of pension or retirement. I mean, I had some four hundred ones, and and everybody knows what's happening to those right now. Um, you know, I yeah, have some other. They'll be back. Yeah, so it looks like to me that we need to, de we need to devise a game plan that's going to set you up with, with, de with what I would call a reliable stream of income in the most tax-efficient manner, right? That's what we need to look at doing. Let, let, let me yeah. do this, Doug, if you like. I'll be happy to get you some information on that. I'll put you on hold, and Chris will get your contact info, and we'll have one of our advisors reach out to you next week and just you know give you all the information. They'll do, do a little bit more of a conversation with you than I can do here in a few minutes on the radio and get you the right information so you can make a good decision for okay. yourself. Okay. Yep, appreciate the phone call. I'll put you on hold here just one second. Let's go ahead and welcome uh, Johnny on the line from Illinois. Good morning, Johnny. How are you? Good. Uh, hey, uh, my question is the IRS. I owe the money, and I've called the tax places, you know, that say they can help you, but you have to be behind uh, on your, you know, your payments or what have you in order for them to help you. Um, okay. I'm not behind, I'm, but I owe a lot of money because uh, they did a 
uh, audit, and with that audit, I ended up owing over $50,000. And um, I have a payment program that I'm with, and I didn't, I didn't know if I could do anything about that to try and still get them reduced or... Johnny, like I, I said, don't... Everybody I call, they, they want you to be behind in your taxes in order to, for them to help you, and I'm not behind, really. I don't know anything about that. Uh-huh. You know, I, I apologize, but I don't. I mean, they, they set you up oh, on a okay. payment program, uh, you know, just make the payments. You know, I, I, I would, I yeah, would say that's... that maybe get with your CPA and say, you know, what happened here? Why did I, why were we so off on this deduction? Is there any, any wiggle room, you know? Yeah, can, well, can, can you have with, them take I'm another look at it? I'm not that person anymore, so. Yeah, all right. Well, I thought I'd ask. So thank you, though. I appreciate it anyway. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and bring Curtis on the line from New York again. Good morning, Curtis. How are you? Are you there, Curtis? Let me put Curtis back on hold. Let's, see if we can grab him. Let's bring Vanessa on. Good morning, Vanessa. How can I help you? Good morning. Um, I was calling because I have, um, I'm retired now, and um been retired for a while, um, actually almost 10 years. And um, I have some investment in a retirement fund um, that I uh, put, I, I fully put the money in. Um, my job did not put any money in that fund. Um, I do get a, 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 a very good pension. Uh, from my, I, was, I was private, uh, I worked for Metro Transportation in District of Columbia. And uh, so I have a pretty good uh, retirement uh, plan that they're paying me very well. And, but I have a, in, some, some money in an investment and it's not growing very well. I don't know, it's, I know it's guaranteed not to lose any money. Like say the money that I put in, I didn't lose any, but I can't see where it's growing any either. So Vanessa, what 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 is your question on that? Do you want to check to see why it's not growing? Yes, maybe if I need to transfer it to something else, or you know. Sure. Well, uh, well, here's here's what I would need to do. I would I would need here's what I would need to do. I would need to take a look at that investment first to see what it is, okay? And then we can talk about does this investment still make sense for you? And then we can explore some different options. So so. Uh, without me seeing it, here, here's what here's what I'll do for you. I'll go ahead and, if you want, I'll put you on hold, and Chris will get your contact info. We'll have one of our advisors reach out to you next week so that we can take a look at that investment, analyze it for you, and then give you the answer to your question. But I don't, without knowing what it is, I, there's nothing I can do about it here on the air. Would that be okay? Oop, Chris already picked her up. Okay. Yep, okay. Let's go ahead and welcome Don on the line from Alabama. Good morning, Don. How are you today? 75. My wife is 72. My question is related to this. Um, We have four grandkids in a private Christian school, a very successful one, and uh, we are helping our son and and wife family with two of the uh, tuitions. Uh, It amounts to about somewhere 17 18 grand a year that we're paying to uh, for them to assist uh i can't see with the normal with this present tax structure we have that i can get any type of deduction out of that i was just asking if you knew of some avenue i might be uh needing to look at 
No, that's an interesting question that has come up from time to time because, you know, a lot of times colleges are, are nonprofit and you're putting money in without a tax deduction versus like a church or something like that. But um, there is a form, depending on your income and stuff, uh, that you record tuition payments and it's – well, let me, P- let me ninety or something. I forget something. the name. This of it. is high school. This is this oh, is great. Okay. This high is school? not college. Oh, okay. I apologize. Um, I'm not sure of anything like that. I would I would ask you to to visit with your CPA. Okay, on that. Uh, find a CPA if you're not working with one. That would be a fantastic question for them to comb through. If you need one, I can get you set up with with a CPA on the phone. Uh, I don't know any in Alabama, but I'm sure we can find you one. But that's the way yeah, that I, I would can direct find you. One. I just thought maybe you knew of something. I haven't been able to find any way I could use that as a deduction. No. Uh, and I know some states of. are now going to where they will allow um, the taxes that you pay be uh, applicable, you know, to uh, private schools. But right. um, it's not here presently. Yep, yep. Other than that, outside of that, I'm not familiar with anything. I, I'm sorry. Maybe one day, right? Yeah, it's 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 a good deal, I think, uh, considering what's going on in the schools today. But anyway, thank yeah. you very much for your time. Absolutely. Pre- appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense. Hey, don't forget to go to our my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and uh, sign up for our webinar coming up. We've got two webinars coming up on th- on uh, whatever the date is there. Uh, the coming up 21st soon. First <laughs> of February. I forget if it's a Tuesday or a Thursday. It's a Tuesday. Yep. Yep. It's a uh, Tuesday, February 21st. We've got two times from noon to 1 p.m. Eastern and from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be doing update for the first, you know, 10, 20 minutes or so, and then we're going to roll into some charitable giving ideas. How best to use the friendly part of the tax code for you and your family to benefit charities of your choice, your church, charities, whatever it may be, and then your family as well. So we're going to be doing that. There's no cost for this webinar. Go check it out at my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on events, and you'll see it right there. It's it's free, and it's just going to be an hour. Uh, it's interactive. You'll be able to ans- ask live questions throughout the entire webinar there. Let's bring Pat on from Miami. Good morning, Pat. How are you today? Uh, good morning. Um, how are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Um, I'm calling um, because my, my dad recently passed uh, two weeks ago. Oh, I'm um, sorry to hear that. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Um, we're planning to have his services in about two, two weeks, and we're looking to let folks know that they could um, you know, give flowers or remove flowers, donate to a charity. We have two um, types of charities in mind. We haven't actually looked for the specific charity. And the question is, what are the when they give the money to us and then we're sending it out to the charity of choice, are there some tax things we need to think about before we even collect the first dollar? Well, the person that's donating the money, if they're giving it to you, they don't get a tax deduction for it, okay? If you then take this money and then put it into a charity, you can get a tax deduction for it. Now, somebody's allowed to gift you up to $17,000. So if, if in this scenario here, Pat... I, let's suppose somebody were to give you, you know, $500 for, for, you know, for benefit of your dad. 
you can receive that money and then put it in your checking account and then write a check to a charity, you'd get the tax deduction, okay? But if you would, you know, instruct, hey, you know, please donate the money to XYZ charity, then the person donating can get the tax deduction, all right? But, but if they send it to you, they're just gifting you money. Then you can do whatever you want with that money. And if you choose to put it into a charity, that, that comes off on your taxes. So, um, okay. so be a little careful with that, all right? But that's the way that that would work. Okay. Um, I'm already one of your guys' clients, so shout out to uh, Dana and uh, appreciate all that you guys do. Woohoo. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell Dina that you said hello. So you have a great weekend. Hey, and sign up for our webinar. We're going to be going over some of the charitable donations and things uh, here on February 21st, okay? Okay, great. Will do. All right. Appreciate the phone call. You have a great weekend. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Go check out our website again, RosenthalWealthManagement.com, LarryRosenthal.com, and uh, sign up for our webinar February 21st. As you can also follow us on Facebook and check us out, follow us, and subscribe on LarryRosenthal.tv. We didn't get into a lot of sports stuff today, but we've got a little sports <laughs> show going on about five, ten minutes before we start every every year. Yeah, uh, we miss every, Bob every when Saturday he's not around. Morning, which is very, very good. But I next week, you. pitchers and catchers report, right? <laughs> Super Bowl, pitchers, catchers. we got all kinds of stuff going on. Bob Hockey's is lighting up everything. Bob is never getting another a day off. He's, it's too much work around yep, here when he's exactly, not Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Hey, we got to take a quick break here, but let's keep the phone lines open. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. You listen to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal, and we'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Now nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea, call now. 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. So many different ways to invest money. Lump sum deposits, buy and hold, market timing. How about dollar cost averaging? Put the same amount of money into the same investment at every interval, whether it's monthly, quarterly, annually, whatever it may be. This gives you the greatest opportunity to get the average price over the long term of the investment because one of the secrets to creating wealth is the acquisition of shares. You want to keep buying more and more shares over time. On the flip side, when you're in your retirement years and you want to distribute dollars to yourself for income, do the same thing in reverse. Dollar cost average out during your retirement years. Listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show. If you'd like to dial in, 855-767-3123 is our phone number to call. 
That's 855-ROSE-123. We talked to Larry Rosenthal live here on the radio today. Larry. All right, Chris. Let's keep it rolling, right? Let's, let's keep on rolling, yeah. Yep. So we are talking a little bit about some tax planning ideas today. Uh, we are going to be doing this charitable um, webinar coming up in, in, <clears throat> excuse me, in a couple of weeks. When, when you look at doing a financial plan, you've got a handful of categories, you know, investment planning, estate planning, retirement planning, insurance planning, cash flow, um, even assisting loved ones, okay, adult dependent children, dependent elderly parents, and tax planning crosses all of those silos. Tax planning crosses all of them. And, and that's one thing that happens whenever money's in motion, whenever an asset is in motion, whenever it's changing hands, okay, um, there's, there's, there's an opportunity for tax. And that's why it's important to understand just, just simple basic titling of assets. You know, when, when you take a look at, at uh, just, just this caller earlier today talking about doing a 1035, 1031 Starker Exchange, tax-free exchange from one property to another property because he wants to avoid the, 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 the taxes now. Well, again, that's a, that's a way to defer taxes, but at some point down the road, if, if, he's in, if, if he and his spouse are, it, it was just a, a gentleman calling, but, but if he has this property and at some point he passes, he can pass that asset on to heirs and they receive a stepped-up basis. We did this a handful of years ago with a client in, in, in a state where, where she actually purchased a property, okay? She purchased a property at about 420 some thousand dollars or so, and when she passed, it was worth 900000 And as she was aging, she put her sister on the property as co-owner, thinking that when she passes, the property will pass to her sister avoiding probate, and that is correct. It did, but that made her sister co-owner assume her tax basis of 420. Then if she passed, her sister would have the house. It avoids probate, but now her sister goes to sell it. She's going to have to pay taxes on the difference between the 420 dollars and the $900,000. So I explained, well, wait a minute here. Take your name off. Don't put your name on it. And just make the account either in the, the house in a trust or in a TOD, naming you as beneficiary. Well, they said, oh, this sounds good. They looked into it, and that's exactly what happened. She passed. Her sister received the house, avoided probate, and was able to sell it and not pay any taxes on that gain from four twenty to 900000 Saved a tremendous amount of taxation just by understanding these rules. So when you take a look at, at, at estate planning and cash flow budget and insurance and all these different things, investment planning, taxes cover, taxes cross the lines between all those different silos, all those different conversations. And you really need to take a good look at how it plays out. And a lot of it comes down to, to sometimes titling the accounts. Is it best to have an account titled joint tenants with rights of survivorship? or tenants in common, or TOD, or put it into a trust, or POD, all different ways that you can sort of thatch through all of this, depending on how you want assets delivered to beneficiaries, you know, and, and that bleeds into a, a conversation of the trust distribution. If you decide you want to put assets in a trust because you want to control that distribution 
for heirs, protect them from themselves, give bloodline protection to your kids, grandkids, things like that. So, so a lot of things go, go, go along the way like that. Hey, speaking of grandkids, though, I'd like to give a shout-out to a good friend of mine. Uh, uh, I won't use any last names here, but we've got a brand-new brand new baby uh, in, in their family, Riley William. Outstanding. So, uh, Yep, brand new, brand new grandchild. So, congratulations, uh, Bill and Debbie, on that as well. So, hey, you can check us out this uh, next Saturday on Making Money Sense again every Saturday morning from nine to ten on WAVA and SiriusXM. And don't forget to check out our website, LarryRosenthal.com. Sign up for our webinar on February twenty-first, Tuesday. We have time at noon to one and six to seven. We're going over market updates and charitable giving. So, for Chris in the back, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.